It's Saturday, September 9th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A federal appeals court ruled the Biden administration's policing of social media content during the pandemic likely violated the First Amendment, a decision that bars White House aides and other officials from pressuring online platforms to suppress protected speech. In a 74-page opinion released late Friday, the New Orleans-based U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals said administration officials coerced social media platforms to censor disfavored views about COVID-19 health policies, the origins of the pandemic, and other divisive topics including election security and Hunter Biden. The ruling came in a case that is among the most potentially consequential First Amendment battles pending in the courts, testing the limits on government scrutiny of social media content on Facebook, YouTube, and X. In other news, the U.S. and its partners in Europe, the Middle East, and Asia will today unveil plans to build a transit corridor linking the three regions, a U.S. official said, a massive initiative that faces high hurdles but could eventually undercut China's inroads in a key global trade route. The project aims to connect Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, and potentially Israel by freight train, then use sea transport to reach India and Europe, spanning some of the world's biggest economies over a total distance of more than 3,000 miles. Principal Deputy National Security Advisor John Finer said the U.S., India, Saudi Arabia, the UAE, EU, and other G20 partners would agree on a memorandum of understanding to, quote, explore a shipping and rail transportation corridor that will enable the flow of commerce, energy, and data from here in India across the Middle East to Europe, end quote. Officials from some of the other countries involved also said a preliminary agreement would come today at an infrastructure event taking place on the sidelines of the G20 summit in New Delhi. In world news, a powerful earthquake in Morocco killed more than 800 people and injured hundreds more. The magnitude 6.8 quake struck late on Friday night local time around 50 miles southeast of Marrakesh in the high Atlas Mountains. The number of casualties will likely rise, a Moroccan official said, and authorities are racing to rescue survivors and secure buildings in case there is a second earthquake. The quake shook Marrakesh but largely spared its old city of serious damage, with some substandard buildings falling or suffering cracks. The armed forces, local authorities, security services, and civil protection continue to mobilize in the earthquake-hit areas to provide the necessary assistance. Back in the U.S., Hurricane Lee was downgraded to a Category 4 storm, but is expected to remain a powerful hurricane over the Atlantic well into next week. It is too early to predict the storm's exact path, but if it does make landfall, it won't happen until late next week, said Dan DePodwin, AccuWeather's Director of Forecast Operations. The northern part of the U.S. East Coast, from Delaware to Maine, is most at risk. So is Nova Scotia, he said. The storm could also turn away from the mainland and have little impact on North America. Lee rapidly intensified over warm Atlantic Ocean waters Thursday after becoming a Category 1 Wednesday. Lee had maximum sustained winds of 150 miles an hour midday Friday, according to the National Hurricane Center. And 
former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she would run for another term representing her San Francisco district, aiming to continue to serve in Congress into her mid-80s after relinquishing her leadership role. Now more than ever, our city needs us to advance San Francisco values and further our recovery, Pelosi said in announcing her plans. The district is solidly Democratic, and she is unlikely to face a strong primary challenge. Pelosi is a top fundraiser for the Democratic Party and has been an outspoken critic of former President Donald Trump. Pelosi, who is 83 years old, was first elected to Congress in 1987. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.